What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. When you're working hard, having the best conference and office furniture means everyone gets the best out of the day. At AJ Products, you'll find an extensive choice of office and conference products with great package deals. Your staff will love our standing desks, conference tables and chairs, archive shelving, storage solutions, and our wide range of office chairs, whiteboards, notice boards and cabinets. There's surprisingly more for your office and conferencing at AJ Products. So for the best products and the best value, ask AJ. AJproducts.ie. Surprisingly more. Fellow fiends, welcome to another terrifying and delectable episode of Nightmare on Film Street. The horror podcast with zero credibility, but all of the blood, ghouls, and gore your puny heart can handle. <laughs> Let's give a grave welcome to our hosts, John and Kim. Hello again, fiends, and welcome to this mini episode of Nightmare on Film Street. I'm Kim. I'm John. We are talking Dead in the Water. We'll be announcing next week's movies on the full-length episode of the Nightmare on Film Street podcast coming to you on Thursday. But before that, we are going to talk about what's keeping you creepy, John. Uh, there's, there's been a bunch of movies coming out, and there's another one that's coming out tomorrow. So, movies. That's what's keeping me creepy, as usual. Kel Supreze. Kel Supreze. Let's start with The Grudge, still in the theater, directed by Nicholas Pesh. I think it's Pesh. I haven't gotten confirmation. <laughs> My voice right now is the first time I'm hearing it said out loud. <laughs> I've probably heard it elsewhere before. I'm fairly certain it's Nicholas Pesh, director of Eyes of My Mother and Piercing. Uh, worked on a Grudge remake that's finally in the theaters. Took pff, almost two years to get there. Hmm. We saw it last week. Yeah. Um. You wrote the review for the website. Yep. If you're asking me to take it away, I'll, I'll, fine, I'll say it first. I didn't like it. I didn't... I didn't hate it. Yeah, it was just kind of... The more I think about it, it's just a weird tonal thing. It almost felt like it should have been a series or something. Like, can you can you imagine this as just like a surprise horror anthology? Yeah, like it could have been almost um, like Mike Flanagan's um, Hill House adaptation. Okay. And each episode instead become like a different family that's been affected by this grudge house. How I don't know. Families, that's, this, there could have been tons. I was going to say, this is where I maybe... I don't know if I've done this before, but... Well, there's like eight Juon movies, so... Oh, okay, sure. Uh, there's a lot of people that have been affected. Also, it's um, a reiteration. You can invent some families. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the world's your oyster when you want to make a new yeah. movie. You're like, you know what? This one's set on Mars. I don't know how she got there. Fuck it. We'll deal with that in the prequel. <laughs> but for now, we're on Mars! <laughs> Yeah, there was just a lot of different storylines that I don't know if they necessarily meshed together, and I don't know. I was just, I, I had a hard time getting into it, and I think it comes down to tone. Also, I wanted more Creepy Hair Girl. Yeah, I wanted a lot more Creepy Hair Girl. Uh, I'm not really, like, a big grudge guy. I've 
You're nef- not a grudge guy? No. You I don't, don't hold grudges? I don't hold a lot of grudges. <laughs> that was what really set me back with this movie. That was a bad you know, joke. It was a terrible joke. Oh. <laughs> Something I loved about this movie. Let's just, let's just steer the conversation that way. Sure. There is a scare at the beginning of this movie that is just so subtle. Are you talking about the garbage bag? I'm talking about that garbage bag! <laughs> oh, if you haven't if you haven't seen the movie, it's in like the first, like the opening credits, but like there's a woman who's on a phone in Japan. She's scared about the house she's in and she wants to get home to her family. And, you know, she's, oh, she's escaped. She's looking back at the house like, fuck you, house. I'm out of here. And the garbage bag starts to like inflate like somebody's inside it breathing it was so good it's so small it's so subtle <laughs> it, it's so great like it, honestly the next 45 minutes of the movie it didn't matter what happened because i was like that garbage bag though oh my well I'm you still can- talking about it <laughs> you can hear john go on about the garbage bag in the patreon exclusive episode that we recorded over at patreon.com slash nightmare on film street or you can just read john's review uh that's at nofspodcast.com and speaking of movies, in the theater, we'll also be checking out Underwater, which is out this week. I think you're excited for this one. I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like underwater stuff. I'm very excited. You don't strike me as the kind of person who's like, ooh, underwater whore, love that aquatic stuff. But you get excited every time one comes. I know. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. I, I guess I am a water person. I guess I am. Have you seen the, I'm sure you've seen The Abyss, right? The James Cameron movie? Is that the one where he goes and looks at the Titanic? No, that's the Titanic. <laughs> no, not the Titanic. The, you know, there was a movie that came out where it was like, James Cameron explores the wreckage of the Titanic. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't remember what that's called. In Titanic Longer. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it. Titanic. Again, again. No, The Abyss, it's got Ed Harris, and there's, like, aliens underwater, and they, like, manipulate the water. And... I feel like I've been trying to get that on the podcast purely because I don't think I've seen it. You gotta have seen it. I'm sure you've seen it. I don't think I've seen it. Maybe we should do it on the podcast. I, b- b- <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm very excited for Underwater. I I have this weird, I I don't know if I love Kristen Stewart. Or sure you do. I, or I just like indifferently like to watch her. But do you, okay, so when somebody's like, oh, this new movie's coming out. It's, you know, genre, maybe a little creepy, starring Kristen Stewart. You're like, I'll see Ooh. that. You like Kristen Stewart. Yeah, but I don't. I can't name a movie that she's been in that I have liked. Personal Shopper's interesting. But I didn't like it. <laughs> but I. There's the entire Twilight franchise, Kim. You're forgetting seven movies. Uh huh. Yep. And the new Charlie's Angels. Uh huh. Everyone's favorite. Yeah. Completely. Oh, oh, never mind. Panic Room. Oh yeah, she's good in Panic Room. She's a baby, but she's kind of a baby. She's still good. <laughs> she is good. I like that movie a lot. I believe her as Jodie Foster's daughter. I think I've been trying to get that movie in the podcast for a while now. That's a fun one. That's a yeah. We should just do it with um, movies of that guy that always dies, Jared Leto. Does he always die? I think so. I think so. The movies I'm thinking off the top of my head where Jared Leto dies are uh, Panic Room and Prefontaine. What? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, back on topic. Underwater, yeah. out this week. Can't wait. Um, one of us will be writing a review on that. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. One of uh, us. At NOFS Podcast this weekend, uh, if you want our opinions on that. Also, we'll be recording another bonus episode for Patreon, which you'll be able to grab at patreon.com slash Nightmare on Film Street. Another movie came out recently that you don't have to go to the movie theater to see. And it's kind of... I kinda, don't even know what you're talking about. It's kind of three movies oh, the, stitched together. It's a series, John. It's a series, Cam. That's why it's listed on... <laughs> <laughs> it's listed on Letterboxd as a 270-minute movie. Well, it's listed on Rotten Tomatoes as a series. Hey, okay. 
this opens up a larger discussion. <laughs> because technically, Twin Peaks Season 3, The Return, is listed on Letterboxd as one 18-hour movie. Mm. <laughs> I think the new Dracula is a movie. It's not a movie. It's, it's three a movies. It's a series of films that you can watch right now. The entire trilogy available to you with your monthly subscription. Unless Did you say Netflix? Nah, maybe. Because it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Unless you're uh, unless you're in the UK and you have a subscription to whatever BBC channel this was on. BBC has so many channels. I like when they're like, now on BBC One, <laughs> Darren Brown does a scary thing. <laughs> on BBC Two today, we've got a dog who yells at a hat. <laughs> <laughs> He's also on BBC Three. And on BBC Four, he yells at a prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Um, but Dracula's pretty great. The first episode alone, I highly recommend you watch it. Uh, episode two was okay. Episode three kind of fell off the the love train for me. But this is this is where Kim and I differ. I already started a fight with you on Twitter. I don't think you've seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have. <laughs> Let's bring it in the real world. Let's talk right now. No, no, I think I just Jif called you a liar. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Jif. You don't like that ending? No, it wasn't for me, but uh, part one is the most amazing thing I've seen this year. Yep. And I know we're uh, oh, we're so early into the year, so that doesn't mean anything. It's the most amazing piece of television I have discovered on Netflix. There. Sing it. Drop the gauntlet. No, you're no, not wrong. Part one's so good. Part one is in. Incredible. It's fucking wonderful. Yeah. Uh, part two is, uh, it's more Dracula stuff. I mean, what's wrong with more Dracula stuff? We're on, uh, it's more of an Agatha Christie story, sort of a murder mystery whodunit feel. Uh, it's okay. It's not bad. It's great. I, I love the, like, the bold choices that this miniseries took. It's so great. Oh, it is. Like, it gets total creativity points. Like, even though part three I'm not hugely into, uh, it totally deviates from the lore and kind of does its own thing, which is really refreshing, even oh, yeah. if I didn't necessarily love it. And the reason I didn't love it is just because I think it's too late to introduce so much new stuff. Just, it didn't feel like it tied up loose ends for me. The The ending is strange. The I, I will say, the ending kind of comes and you're surprised about it. We're trying to be vague uh, as possible. I, I really like some elements of that ending. I think that el- that ending is very interesting and unique to his character. There is some, you know, building blocks that I don't think get us there. <laughs> but um, but I love a lot of the choices they make in this movie. And, and they make some really strange ones. And some ones that are just completely wild and new. Especially with Dracula's powers. They really play around with Dracula's powers. Yeah. And they do some cool shit. But yeah, Dracula, BBC slash Netflix's Dracula. Check it out on BBC Full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already started on Letterboxd. I usually do an end of the year, like, hey, these are, like, my favorite movies I saw this year, which includes our top ten, as always, and then, like, another 20 or 30 movies that I just really enjoyed. Uh, and I just started the 2020 list already and put Dracula on it. Ooh. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm just going to keep updating that throughout the year. I wonder how skewed it's going to be at the end. Like, you're gonna oh, I just like, start deleting oh, stuff? There's 600 <laughs> movies on here. It's, oh, God, it's just every movie I saw. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's all caught up for movie watching this week uh new mutants trailer dropped again it's <laughs> again it's back on the release schedule i'm not even sure what the release date is so i'm sorry i'm not being totally helpful here but new mutants are back they're happening as far as i have heard they're going with the original cut so all of oh. the changes that were made over the past couple years have been scrapped wow yeah so they're going with cut one interesting which i guess is the director's cut 
I guess. Depending. Who knows? This is our generation's Blade Runner by the sounds of it. Unfortunately, it's going to be the beginnings. Uh, not that it hasn't already happened, but it is sort of like the first big superhero movie we can point to being horror um, outside of stuff like Brightburn, I guess. And I'm not necessarily looking for look, looking forward to the next five years of superhero movies that I have to, I guess, see out of obligation now. <laughs> so whatever. I'm, Otherwise, you're going to have to return your horror card. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. I mean, it's got Anya Taylor-Joy. I'm sure it's going to be fine. Yeah. Whatever. We've just been waiting a long time. I'm excited. I like scary stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, brings me to... The reason we're here today, we're here to talk about movies that are dead in the water. That's a bad description. We are here to talk about two movies that we will be discussing on next week's episode of Nightmare on Film Street that we are calling Dead in the Water. For reasons that will become very obvious very soon. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, this is part two, episode part two of Silver Screams Month. All January we are celebrating black and white horror. It's 2020. We're celebrating the 20s and all of the horror films of yesteryear. And we're kicking it off this week or next week with Psycho and Les Diaboliques. Yeah, so I'm very certain you're familiar with Psycho. You've probably definitely seen it. Les Diaboliques. So great. So great. And arguably the film that inspired Alfred Hitchcock to make Psycho the way he made it. Uh, by all accounts, he did want to make Le Diabolique himself, but this French director beat him to it. Clouseau. Clouseau beat him to it. Um, yeah, come for the murder, stay for the creepy bathroom scenes. Oh, there's there are some creepy bathroom scenes <laughs> in both of these movies. Uh, obviously Psycho, but definitely Le Diabolique. If you're unfamiliar with the movie... It is available on the Criterion channel if you want to check it out there. I'm, you, know, there are, you can get it on VOD. We do have a great write-up from our senior contributor, Stephanie Cole, at nofspodcast.com. It's part of her Silver Screams column, which inspired this entire month's theme. Uh, just look up Le Diabolique uh, on the website and check out everything, every amazing thing that she has to say about this movie. I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. It's a lot of fun. And before we let you go... John, I'm going to have to call upon your help again what? because we need to advertise the hotline that we keep forgetting to plug. 705-400-9415. That's how I remember That's it. That's how I, I remember guess. it. And now we all remember it. <laughs> it's the... <laughs> 705-line-line-line-line-line-line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give us a call at the Nightmare on Film Street hotline. Uh, let us know what your favorite scary movie is. Plug your own projects, or tell us what you thought about The Grudge and Underwater, what movies you're looking forward to in 2020, at 705-400-9415. 705. No, four. Safe in my car. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta remember to plug it more, because I feel like this is only the second time we've ever plugged it. Yeah, you're probably right. Hmm. But we'll catch you next Thursday with the full-length episode of Nightmare on Film Street. Until then, I'm Kim. I'm John. Stay Stay creepy. It appears you made it out alive just long enough to tell the tale of the nightmare on Film Street. Ow! Help us grow the horde. Leave a review on iTunes or wherever you subscribe. Continue this week's conversation on Twitter by following at N-O-F-S podcast. And as always, more terror can be found lurking on our website. <laughs>
www.nightmareonfilmstreetpodcast.com Until next week, stay creepy, fiends. Come home to ultra-fast broadband and Sky's best ever Wi-Fi for our lowest ever price from just €30 Euro a month. So you can now play games, stream music and download movies at ultra-fast speeds for less than ever before. To switch from just €30 Euro a month for 12 months, search Sky 30. Availability subject to location, set up these terms and conditions apply. For more info, see sky.ie forward slash speeds. Walkers, cyberpunks, gangsters, and so much more. Meet face-to-face with all kinds of monsters on AMC+. From The Walking Dead's Whisperer War to the world-saving quests of The Watch and the brutal brawls of Gangs of London, AMC Plus is more than entertaining. It's epic. Brace yourself for an all-new season of Creepshow and films like Train to Busan presents Peninsula, part of Shudder's Halfway to Halloween Month. Plus, catch brand new episodes of Fear the Walking Dead, available ad-free and on demand. Start your free trial today at amcplus.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.